0: General of the Somerset regions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Thomas George Llewellyn Shanklin, father to a noisy cat, husband to a vegan, and he will have a salad in this life or the next. It's time for Flats and Shanks.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly, pretty much weekly podcast, Flats and Shanks. I am David Flatman.
2: right, Dave. Okay. Who are you? Yeah. They know who I am. Who are you? We do this every week. This is the second series. How are you, fella? Good. How are you? All right, lad. Yeah. Where are we? Tell them where we are. We're at the Principality, pal.
1: Formerly the Millennium. Millennium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm only calling it Principality because of who else is in the room. I've been calling it Millennium <laughs> ever, si- ever since ever since it changed to Principality. What was it before It was. Wasn't it? Was it? Was Cardiff Park? Yes. Well done. Yeah well done but was this actually Cardiff Arms Park no because that was the Blues wasn't no
2: it? it was it's just turned around the picture's turned around a bit it's um, redeveloped but why, where you're looking is where Jim, they, Sha- Jim Shanklin played think oh about yeah. that yeah take you that in for a minute
1: Dot Dad of Tom <laughs> um, so, but was so I thought the Cardiff I thought the Cardiff Blues ground was Cardiff Arms Park it is, it it is also, they both are it is also yeah, yeah. so there we are um, and he played there about 15 times is the first that. time here or not No. Okay. No. Probably probably 12th. Have you ever played here? Yeah. knew it. Yeah. Ask if we won. Ask if we won. Do you win? Why don't you introduce our guest? Okay. Uh, (laughs) So,
2: right. This off the top of my head now. I hope I get this right. Played for Newport. One game. Bridgend. Celtic Warriors. Ospreys. Wales, Lions, and Bristol. Uh, 75 caps for his country.
1: Jeez, that's a lot.
2: Two tries. Great ratio, that's that. That's not a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Paul James has got a better ratio than that.
2: Three grand slams. 05, 08, and 12, which puts him... Same as Ireland. <laughs> yes, puts him, puts him in a bracket of Gethan Jenkins, Adam Jones... Gerald Davis, Gareth Edwards, and J.P.R. the only people to ever win three Grand Slams. Yeah, it is Ryan Jones.
3: Ryan. Hello, welcome, welcome. Well, so I put well, no. oh, actually, in. we're in your oh, house. And you're in my house, yeah. yeah. And Welcome to the Prince Nice White Office. Studio. His office goes. Not bad. Yes. Is
2: no. Is this where you do most of
3: your work in in the boxes? Yeah. Just sit, you're staring at the window most days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not bad. Not bad view, mind is it? Nice little setup. I always on on the on your introduction. Well done, Tom. Thank you. Is that right? Is
2: that right to start with? Yeah, it was, right. Yeah. Um, Lions in 05, and then you went in 09, but you had a bit of a bang on the head, didn't you, before concussion became what it is now?
3: Yeah, technically, i am on two tours. My last one, my well, two Lions tours, two as well, yeah. the, uh, I say. the second tour lasted about 14 hours. Um, so after shortly arriving in South Africa, saw a South African neurosurgeon who deemed me not fit, and I was on the same BA flight out of South Africa that I'd arrived on. No. That's that I was earlier, yeah. I mean, to be fair, if you. They have got a load of kit, mate. I didn't know that. Oh, you've got probably, a stash? Typical probably Did you get so. a fee no, no, oh, I didn't. Terror. And I did actually get an iP- iPod and uh, uh, iPad and laptop as well. Oh, but you got all that gear? Well, I did. And I was driving out of the hotel in the taxi, and the kit man came running after me and took the iPad and so, laptop. Oh off Oh no! Me. Kept the kit though.
2: Reg was kit. it? Reg the kit man. Oh Reg, yeah. um, Reg, yeah. The worst thing is that you know if he got a neurosurgeon to have a look at his head now, he'd still be doing run for it. So yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, Boom boom. boom. <laughs> oh, oh, you still God. got it. That's chanks. what you get.
1: You still got it. You such an old bugger. <laughs> I tell you what, well, in the Go World Cup in 03, that England won. I was on there, I was watching on the telly. I think they think been um, a World Cup, yeah. They won a World Cup. Oh, right. I can't remember. Yeah, they dicked everyone. Um, And so Danny Grucock got picked on that and got injured halfway through, and they brought out Simon Shaw, and they were like, Danny, can you do us a favour and just leave your... Don't have to leave your kit, but can you leave all of your number ones, please, in the wardrobe, because Shaw's he's literally taking your bedroom tonight, and can you get out, please? <laughs> you need to be out by 12. He's like, right, okay. Um but leave your suit in the cupboard because shawsy will take it. Now, <laughs> really? Danny's 6'6", six 6'8", or 6'9", yeah, so he's got these swingers on. <laughs> he has to wear a swinger. Swinger's suits are terrible. Come home, and they go and meet the Queen for a parade, and Shawsy's arranged new trousers, but they don't come, so he turns up in a pair of swingers. Dan hasn't got a suit, but he would played at the World Cup, so he goes on the thing with his injury. But they turn up, they got a suit for him, but I forget whose suit it was. It was someone else's suit who basically was like Richard Hill's spare suit, <laughs> So Shawsy and Gruy are walking around, you can see their ankles, they're meeting the Queen, you can see their ankles and their shins. Do you
2: remember one of the games, to... one of the games for Wales, and Gethin Jenkins wasn't playing, and he watched the game in his house. But after all the boys went out into town with their suits on, their team suits, he got dressed into his team suit to come out <laughs> <meet> the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so he could get the pats on the John back Terry? John Terry? John <laughs> Terry? Before John Terry, Did yeah. he really do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah,
1: because yeah, he needs a bit more acclaim, doesn't he? Melanie's no, he's struggling. He's struggling for caps.
3: Well, he needs all the help he can get, though, doesn't he? True right. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. True enough.
2: So, what are you up to now, then? Now, now you've retired.
3: Crikey! Uh, can, I, can I just Lighteners. go back actually to my introduction? There's Please. a couple of things you missed. Um, Excellent. I did win Wales' a sexiest man as well. You <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> did I you? To admit. Yeah, what yeah. year? 2007, I think it was. What,
2: what? How was your hair back then? Was, I was it long? It
3: was, I was in that. I was in that mid-long phase. But just put it in some context. Bon Jovi. I think... I think when Evans was fifth, like, you were know, the fat oh. guy you've got good yeah. Here, so. Ah, okay. yeah. But, um, so it's not like when
1: Shanks was voted uh, in the top five ugliest people at the two thousand and three World Cup. That was a serious no, it one. It
3: wasn't ugly, it was
2: players that could do better.
1: <laughs> okay, so ugly. So your, yours was a bit of fun, his was serious. Yeah,
3: enough, enough, you got voted in the the World Cup after that as well, didn't you? Was, yeah. In the two in a row. World, yes. World Ugly fifteen. Yeah. I Get think you were captain it. as well. He was every year. <laughs> and he was head coach. <laughs> he co- you picked
2: me over Neil Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mate, if I'd been at a World Cup, I'd have been in it. I joking, once had, I joking. once had
2: someone. Remember, we used to play up in Wrexham. You, you used to have the odd game up in Wrexham. I, I remember, bashed you at Wrexham in that day yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, I remember stretching behind the posts, and it was game Neil Jenkins was playing as well. It was against Romania, and they were, they were shouting to me, Neil. Ah, <laughs> oh, honestly, it's a low point in my career. But why? Why is that, mate? I don't get it. Scored a try, so it's all right. Um why anyway, so
1: back? Why, what's, what's wrong with Neil
3: Jenkins?
2: Anyway. um... So what are you doing now? What am I doing now? Yeah. So I
3: am one of seven execs of the Welsh Rugby Union and I head up participation. So I I do everything grassroots rugby, everything outside of the professional game, really. So you work for Rhys Williams? So no, Rhys Williams makes tea for me. Okay, that's right. <laughs> so that's um, and basically after he's finished sort of just wandering around the office in painted on jeans and super tight shirt chest out super tight shirt I mean he hasn't really got the body for anymore he's a bit toughy and rubbery he used to look
1: for a while after he retired he looked like he was buff and still putting the effort in and he's gone downhill not like Shanks me and you Shanks you and I are just getting better and better with age
3: he looks yeah, terrible he looks awful and you know, he's obviously a bit comfortable he got a couple of kids now isn't he and he's yeah, settled with a good life isn't he too much yeah, cheese she ain't going nowhere I can do what that's I the thing
1: when you're really good
2: looking um, when you're young it's not always going to stay with you and you no. are going to turn whilst if you're like they're not,
3: they're not swans like us so they're no that's you know.
2: it. You know, I, I age rapidly to start with but now I'm just levelling off
1: yeah <laughs> <Think> <laughs> you will look 43 until you're 63 <laughs> Same right. here. Yeah. Correct. Except it's forty eight till sixty three. Um yeah. so
2: how's it going then? Um looking after participation. I mean it sounds like it's a job that you're not ever gonna please everyone.
3: It's more than a job, mate. It's you know, you thought playing was, was massive. Look look, rugby rugby's a mo- motive for a lot of people in Wales, isn't it, you know? So it's 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 what they do in their pastime, it's in the in the in the fabric of, of who we are and what we do. So we've got we've Uh, we've got issues around uh, sport like no other like all the other governing bodies as well you know it's just keeping rugby current making it really attractive to young parents young kids boys and girls yeah and sort of making rugby modern if you like you know because you know it's not just about 15 a side for blokes on a Saturday afternoon anymore it's got to be rugby clubs and our game itself has got to be more inclusive and more attractive because there's more choice. You know, when we grew up, yeah you did rugby and football or yeah. went out on your bike if you were lucky enough to have one or you've just stolen one. Um yeah. whereas now kids can do anything you see on telly within five, ten mile of your doorstep you can do anything. It's so, so true. My, my little girls go to
1: school in Bath and they the stuff they do at school, there's gardening club, there's all this stuff, there's kickboxing, there's cheerleading, there's amdram, there's cross country, there's I mean there's track sprint, there's everything every sport you can imagine as well as the normal ones but they could do three sports a day and when we were at school it just wasn't like that. You did the sport that was the term sport so you played rugby or you played football then you played cricket or if you like me you ate while everyone else played cricket <laughs> but there was very little choice was there? Yeah, yeah. They're,
3: they're, and, and it's not just the choice for sports anymore either you know we've seen there's a massive emergence of digital technology and you know we people are choosing not to be active first and foremost Mm -hmm. let alone choose any sport so you know we've got all these sorts of issues but it's it's a really exciting opportunity really for us to sort of reposition the game to make sure you know what got us over the last to this point over the last 140 years is certainly not going to get us yeah to the next 140 so a lot of
2: traveling so you're up you're about
3: all over wales yeah i've seen parts of wales i never knew existed are you like Uh, david Brent? have you just got like five
1: Cleanly, dry, clean shirts, iron shirts, lined up in the back of your he car. Five jackets, five shirts. Selling
2: tampons to rugby clubs and stuff.
3: <coughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs>
2: what? You're not seeing that in, in the office? No. He's a daughter. He's he's a salesman, isn't he? And he's doing he's, he's oh, and he's around. Sem- he's actually selling tampons. And right At the end, he goes just just have of interest. Who does your tampons? <laughs> 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 never seen that in the office. It's a quote. <laughs> I can't remember that. Yeah, I wasn't being serious, mate.
3: <laughs> You've got to get out more, Shanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. No, I am all over the place. <laughs> I've been. Up and I'm up and down North Wales, West Coast, i went up, up, up the east. i you know, been all over the place. Which has been great as well. So you got to see and do things, meet new people 'cause you know, one thing that we're all we're all, rugby people here, you know, the mm. one thing that we have all got in common is we, we got we gotta love this game really.
2: And obviously, you know, the, the W are quite clever in in um you know uh, recruiting Ryan because it's a, it's quite a tough job but it goes in there and you can't really have a go at him, can you? No, not really.
1: You know, you can't <laughs>
2: Not with like a face like this.
1: Three Grand Slams, Captain Wales do eight Grand Slam. <laughs> but it's like there yeah. are loads of there are loads of great players that wouldn't get that gig. Like the RFU couldn't give your gig to Austin Healy. They couldn't give it to him because even though he's a really good bloke, he's built a persona where people their default position is to disagree with him and have a go at him, even if they, even if <laughs> yeah. they agree with him. Like same as Brian Moore. Like they just people just habitually disagree, even though if they agree. But Ryan's not like that, no. is he? Would,
2: would we have anyone like that in Wales that has? Is- so controversial that people who was that? A a player, who
1: was that journalist who ripped into the Wales boys was it last year? Or year Delmi? Delmi? Yeah, Del Me, Me yeah. Parfit. Yeah,
2: he sometimes gets a little bit drunk and starts tweeting stuff <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then
1: he <laughs> deletes it all straight <laughs> away. He? Yeah. He all absolutely ripped yeah. into the boys. I forget what he called them, but uh, waste of space or something like that. Allegedly, I Allegi. can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, anyway, but he he might not get that job, but I'm sure he's a nice man when he's. Not had a beer, but any players like that?
3: You reckon? They I'm, trying, I'm
2: trying
1: to think of any. Like, Gav is just misunderstood. Yeah, Gav's lovely. I
2: yeah, he,
3: he wasn't controversial by no, his actions or no. what he said. Was he? Gav, he just—he's like a marmite character. You yeah. create a perception about him. But he
1: looked like he was doused in marmite. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, Gav now is a different guy to what Gav oh, when he, plays he is. Well, you know, he's, yeah. he's a real different character. But no, no, we're, there's no one I played no. who, apart we're, from you, we're all yeah, um, hugely disliked. Or we're all yeah.
2: incredibly humble. Yeah, so. Um, Grounded, got no choice of you. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, um, is it a fun
1: job?
2: Is your job fun?
3: Yeah, it's well. Like I said, I I really, really enjoy it. But Mm. you'd have to because it it is more than a. It is more than a job. It's all all encompassing. And but, like I said, the the exciting thing for me is the opportunity with it. You know, there's a real to to give a bit back and have a bit of an impact on what rugby looks like for the for the future. No. Rugby was great to me and my family, really, and you know I think it's we got a duty to give a bit back, not just take like changesters. Yeah, correct. So, yeah. Um, yeah, So you know, Ryan doesn't get paid for this either. I forgot to mention.
2: <laughs> 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 Does it I got three kids yeah. and I'm, I got <laughs> mouths to
3: feed, mate. I got mouths to feed.
1: Um, so, so there's only one person getting paid in this room, and it ain't you and me, Tom. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: why? Why are we having to do the podcast here? What have you got? What have you roped me into later on today? That that you've now pulled out of, but. Well, well yeah, with I've I've got got good reason. We'll talk I've about got a
3: legitimate reason, yeah. So we'll come with that. No, um, so over the over the course of the last two weeks, we've held thirty community-based rugby venture because something we real advocate for, and the Welsh Rugby Union want to do is open up this place to to the people of Wales, really. Because essentially, for large parts of the year, it's it's unused. You know, we've got to maintain the pitch at different times, and it's used for various concerts and different things. Because that basically is the is the funding model. But we have got a fantastic window of this three weeks where we're trying to basically. Gets many people through the doors who experience playing on here. So we want to make it reflective of all of our game in Wales. So we've had boys and girls playing here, men and women. We've had um, some touch rugby played here. We've got a National League Finals, yeah. Judgment Day. And then tonight we're playing uh, Mixability Rugby. So it's abled and disabled athletes on the field at the same time. So, um,
2: Great, what, what sort of disabilities will
3: All they sorts. So you've got mental disability through the physical disability Um and it's what what you do is there's, there's modified rules around set piece and scrum and, and different things, yeah. and there's modified contact for those wearing bibs and. and uh, am and I able bodied? No, okay, you, I no. think so.
1: You're so, playing in it, aren't you, Shane? Yeah. Uh, uh, j- jokes aside, do you think you will be the best player there, or do you think that? Well, mixed ability with your knee and everything and your age is probably about right for you now my kids are
2: coming to watch so I'm going to have to
3: put on a bit of a show
1: <laughs> just
2: nailing people <laughs> blindsided people
3: well it's, it's the only uh, on a seriously? it's the only rugby I play now so I play about three times a year this and it's yeah. just enough content it's just enough to make me feel really good do you need a gum go, shield that's my yeah with those teeth yeah you do <laughs> <kill, yeah. laughs> just <that> I'm cleaned <laughs> as well it's just, it's just for everyone else's protection be honest, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> screen, just been to the vets leave me alone <laughs> 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 um, okay,
2: right. Yeah, and no, I, I will have to perform a little bit tonight because I've got to put on a show for the kids. I'm looking so. forward to seeing it, mate. It's, He's um, going full
1: Quay Cooper tonight. You wait for it, it. it.
3: Yeah, you did have one good game in you on you, though, Shank's. The new all those years ago against Ireland. I will give you that. that no, surely it was against Japan or Italy. Sure. No, he, I did. You <laughs> had one good game.
2: It's good four against uh, the mighty Romanians. Were you? Were, a, was, t- was he on the wing, a... wing that day or centre? Centre. So Brian Driscoll wasn't playing. They had a. Yeah, he was. They had a. I oh. set up Gethin Jenkins' try. As well, you forget about that. Not did I just set up Kevin Morgan to go under the posts to put the cream on top of the Grand Slam? But I, <laughs>
1: I think you mean the cherry, don't you? <laughs>
2: I think Eddie Butler says cream. I don't know. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I set up Gethin Jenkins for his try because he charges down Bruno O'Gara, doesn't he?
1: How did you set that up?
2: Because you said I, charge I him down. And he did.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we had the, we actually had the ball and I lost it out wide. I got got it ripped out of my hand. <laughs> Therefore, um, yeah, two assists. But yeah, it still didn't win a match.
1: But. So, you had a good game out here against... Were you at 13? Guys, it's about Ryan. Hang on. Um, Hang on. Were you at 13? Yes. Was Brian at 13? Yes. And you had a great game. Was Brian injured?
2: Is there... Well, you say great. Is there a word that's bigger than great? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you had a, it was an epic, iconic performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What, yeah. what, were you, what was I'm so good so about humbled, you that mate. day? I'm so humble. Um, um, I just right?
1: broke the line every time I had the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Did Brian... Look, Made maybe tackles. Brian will not listen to this. He hasn't got time... He will. Did, did you? Were this you? Will a ha- the,
2: this will be the one he listens to. Did was you a bit of a handful for Bod that day? Were you? Um, we. I don't think we actually ran into each other, but you know, I just was. You were the Alpha Thirteen like, Channel Alpha. You owned it. I was like the knife, the cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cutting edge Arlo well, must have had Food Boys thing or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> that's cutting edge that's a bad um, knife a Yeah, a lump but,
2: but that was a big that was a big year for for you as well wasn't it I mean because you, you got capped there in a was it the autumn in 2004
3: 2004 against South Africa yeah, year, yeah. so I, I, that was a that was a great day for me until I woke up the following day and there was an article in the paper saying not cut out to play at this level oh the, really <laughs> to me, <yeah>. so <laughs> after, uh, after one cap uh, yeah. do, you remember, do you
2: remember who wrote that uh,
3: no all right no. So go was, it, was it you? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll kill him I mean, we we we've got an
1: agency. Everyone who joins up gets a bottle of brandy, a revolver, and some fingerless leather gloves, and we we'll go around
2: to raising people that no <laughs> one it, will miss. Was it the England game? Then you you came off the bench, or did you start? The yeah, game? I came off. I
3: came off the bench in East England, and then played played the other fixtures. Yeah, in, in 05. so which was a pretty magic. Of all of all the experience I had, I'm very fortunate to have been involved in a couple of grand, few grand slams. The well. first one was the best because. Yeah. That sunny day in March against Ireland was just incredible.
2: The lead up to it as well was, yeah. was good, wasn't it? You know, we had Scotland the uh, the week before, and you know we'd we'd hammered them at half time basically, and we? we were outstanding disp- You know, it was a it was a really high score yeah. by half time, and and then um, it was lovely weather. You wouldn't we- get weather like that in March now.
3: Poof! Oh no. Let's go back to that Scotland game. That was a, you know, there was, a, there, was a, there was one of Wales's greatest ever tries scored that day. It was. Uh, it was from a bust from you, wasn't it? Yeah, from from deep in our own in Wales's own half, from about seventy yards out. Yeah, started you know and finished by me. Uh, yeah, was that the was. massive break you made? Yes, I it was, was the, the only, only I remember it was that watching. It was the that only break
2: you? I ever. I went through Scott think. Murray, didn't you? Yeah, I think possibly. Um, I was off the field that time. It was the only time I was ever off the field I out, <laughs> Through it all, uh, my my lip was split. So. Doctor, is that why you got a speech impediment doc, doc, now? <laughs> so prof had to stitch it up.
1: But I, I'm convinced. I, Keep I, the like, I call Shanks Llama. He's always been llama on my phone because he's has his colouring, <laughs> but also because he dribbles when he speaks a lot. And sometimes <laughs> if he really concentrates, just dribbles. And was that post that lip injury, or was that before that? Is that why you dribble that lip injury, or did you do it before?
2: Uh, I think it's probably stopped dribb- my dribble because it's you know it's a bit wonky. It's sewed out. it up, yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, so it, it was. So out, your fav- out of the three Grand Slams.
3: Yeah, the f- first one was the best. But yeah. Cause everything from that bus ride in where we couldn't get through the, the droves of people and through the traffic yeah. right through to all those tens of thousands of lunatics that came and watched the game on the big screens outside the uh, City Hall and stuff. It was unbelievable. So only in Wales, really, were the last. What, grand well. Slams, box ticked. World Cups, <laughs> not so much. Well, we would have won that if we won for Sam Warburton, wouldn't we? But sure, uh, actually.
1: Yeah, it goes. Everyone calls him like the, you know, the king of
3: Welsh <laughs> rugby. Ruined
1: it for everyone. didn't It he cost he? me a World Cup, yeah. Yeah, and me. I mean, my mum was conceived in Pontypridd. That's the only reason he, I'd, I'd have claimed it. <laughs> but it's, it's mainly Sam's fault. Know, it's nothing too like it his dad mind. <laughs> d- It is mainly Sam's fault. Can we all agree on that? Uh, yeah, all right, we'll blame yeah. Sam. Yeah, I,
3: um, I openly tell him when I speak to him. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks a lot, mate. Thanks for that, mate. Could have changed my life, but you didn't. And just before that, you took the captaincy off me as well. So yeah. it was a bit of a. He, can't, he, can't <laughs> no, he stole. What he did was steal your future. <laughs> 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 he basically did, he ruined my life. Yeah. Soldier Pengland Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <a> retired by <laughs> now, How do you how do you celebrate a Grand Slam? How did you celebrate that night? The, well, the first one was the best. I don't think we finished till Wednesday. No, so, really. yeah, we,
2: so do I remember remember we. Do you remember we all went up? We all went up to um, the uh, yard, wasn't it, in Cardiff? Yeah. The next day, we had a few beers, um, local, with sort of friends and family after the game, and then the next day was a Super Sunday, and we all went there everyone was there all having a few pints michael owen who captained us that day because alfie broke his thumb um turned up in his reebok tracksuit, had two pints again and left what and that was that's crazy for him <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> awesome. sh- that was a, that was a big night he <laughs> took a protein shake a i wrote a fart bar protein shake That was a bucket list tick for, for mikey owen <laughs> <laughs> but he, he wasn't he didn't drink really you know ah, uh, it's nice to get him out yeah um, he's probably going for a coffee and walk around town
1: then, <laughs> in his tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. He got his new contact lenses and some boots. Did, did he yeah. have his?
3: I think he had his uh, helmet um, tucked down his top as well, didn't he? A scrum, a scrum cap. Like loved he, that, didn't he? <laughs> he loved, um, <laughs> well, so, yeah. So then, oh, oh
2: wait, we went down to Swansea. Uh, I think you boys sorted that out, didn't you? That's
3: right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we've got to celebrate the good times, mate. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. They don't come round that often, so yeah. we did. We did like a. What did, did you, you have, a, Did you have
1: that planned? He, would you have done that? If you planned a trip to Swansea after the game, would you still have done it if you'd lost? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the group we are. So yeah. win or lose, we <laughs> yeah, the booze. probably yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bit. You know, it's a long campaign, so it's about you know just having a, a few drinks together and, and relaxing.
3: I think that it was, it was part of the success, wasn't it? I think we were pretty good as a group. When we were wait yeah. It was we were pretty. We'd been through. Fair, you know, a lot of you guys. I was fairly new to it, oh five, but by the time we got to oh eight, you had a good group of boys who had been. On a pretty long journey, yeah. You know, through this point of rugby world cup oh seven Similar ages, similar age, similar stage, and like with families and stuff. And then, obviously, you, you learn a lot from losing and highs and lows, and, and then obviously Gats coming in. Yeah. So it was, it was a good time, really. It was a good, good, good. So time. how did you find out that you were going to be captain then? Uh, because Gats come in in May. Yeah, I met, I took a fo- I took a phone call just after between Christmas and New Year driving between Pyle and Port Talbot on the M4. <laughs> um, and I remember yeah. the phone going and it was it was Gats on the phone. Um who I'd no no was going to take over the over the role. So you had hands free on though, yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. it was safe and legal to do so. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. and uh he said would I would I like the captain Wales?" He Said can I get back to you, mate. <laughs> I said well, man, let me think about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and the, the, the only thing I, re- I do remember, the one other thing I remember of that was ringing my old man and old dear um, straight after, saying, "Oh, you know, never guess what!" So my old man's shouting and screaming, and so is my old dear and all that yeah. type of stuff. So, but look, look, of everything you know, talk around we year now today. There's there's only one oh. bit I miss. I don't miss running around out there, getting smashed and hurt and all that. I don't wait. Don't miss lying awake, late down into a brick wall, like. re- reviewing your game. I don't yeah. miss yeah, some, social yeah, yeah. media, and I don't miss papers, and I don't miss a training. But the only thing I miss is walking down that down that tunnel into into a what is a you know a wall of noise and colour in front of seventy four thousand people, yeah. Just having the opportunity to, to play. That's why I'm doing.
2: That's why I'm doing the game today, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, pro- it's probably impossible not to miss that, actually, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it, it's quite. It's a high that such a tiny, tiny fraction of human beings will ever. It's a sort of adulation and acclaim and excitement that a tiny fraction of people will ever experience, isn't it? So, how do you not miss that? What I mean? if,
3: for me, it's probably the the most alive I've ever been. So you know, you, and to put it in the context for people, you know, that, that patch of grass is a hundred by sixty. You know, that's the same as every rugby field around the country. Yeah. It's just a wonderful amount of history and heritage. There's a uh, seventy four thousand seats facing it, and that jersey you're wearing comes with a with a with a weight of of a nation, really. You know, and but to put that, you're know, you're physically alert, you're emotionally alert, you're mentally alert. So you, you know, you're walking down that tunnel. And every sinew in your body is just on fire, you know. And you you don't you don't get that in in normal life. You know, you you could fail, you could succeed, and it's, there's a vulnerability to it. You know, it's it's th- that raw emotion that you you sort of you miss, and yeah. very rarely, like I said, you you get that. Having living a normal life now, as it worth yes. <laughs> three and a half years out? Yeah. There's not a lot you can do, and not a lot of situations you can put yourself in where you you experience the the same thing. Hence why I do all these midlife crises. Type exercise, yeah. So that leads us on to that.
2: So the reason you're not you decided not to play is because you've been a bit soft. Um, (laughs) You can
1: can tell what his new hobby is by his watch, can't you? Look, he's he's got Dom (laughs) (laughs) basically, he's basically (laughs) got
2: some Doms in the leg, (laughs) yeah, yeah, delayed onset muscle soreness. Thank you. Well done, scientist, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) not no (laughs) golfer.
3: So you've run. Yeah, you I decided, ran a long way, not you? Yeah, I decided to do a marathon yesterday. So, yeah. um, I did the the Newport Marathon? Couldn't get of, the London one. One of the world's most iconic marathons. Yeah, what's um, the route like? Is it scenic? <laughs> is it hilly? Yeah. So there was about twenty-two mile of it through country lanes with sheep and pylons and all that. So it wasn't quite the the experience I thought it might, but it was a fantastic route. Fast, it was flat. So, yeah, so I just what, to have a little jog yesterday. So, what
2: sort of, what was the longest? Oh, you've done an Ironman as well. So,
3: he's done an Ironman as
2: well. So, he's oh. you know, where you was know,
3: that? I've done Wales twice. So, ten, definitely Tenby.
2: You know, we go out and buy designer clothes. Yeah, he does. You know, he goes and runs.
3: Yeah, Ironman, Marathons Iron man. and yeah, do ultramarathons yeah. and stuff. And so, boy, how, boy, how do you stuff.
1: go? Because obviously, as a you're, as a forward, as an international forward, a big part of your physique is. Your f- the physical demands surrounding your position, your job spec involve athleticism, but a lot of it involves, involves bulk and weight and muscle. Yeah, I, w- I was a man handler rather than a ball handler.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what yeah. What yeah. I was described.
1: Yeah. But but so look, look
2: at his legs, I mean, you know, he's got a he's got a male body on top of like some female legs. <laughs> you, know, and you shave them up and put a bit of tan on them. Yeah, just like yours, you know. But it,
1: but you've gone, But you now you've gone from a world of repeated explosive power and yeah. static strength to ultra endurance. So were you always someone who was naturally, really, really at an engine, but had to work on being bulky enough? Or did you just find that you love running? I mean, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs>
3: no, like it was, there's, there's a couple of things. Yeah, look, like I was I was a guy that just tried hard. There was no, I don't even think I was that good at rugby. I just tried really hard. But on retiring, I went through the whole doing all the things that you're not allowed to do when you play, like, well, like we did do it when we played, but going on the pace mm. during the week, eating what yeah. you wanted. Uh, put on a load of weight like Shanks has, has so yeah. and then I woke up one day like and thought, my arms sorry <laughs> no I woke up one day and thought mm, it's not really for, for me being pale and fat like Shanks and so <laughs> I thought you know there's only i got to yeah. do something about it so I started doing a bit of exercise no appetite to go to the gym like no no interest in like weights nah. yeah. that's not for me
2: strange because you were like impre- like you were powerful
3: yeah you know was, so yeah but I uh, I just can't can't yeah. be bothered with it so I, I found in I bought a bike felt rather comfortable in Lycra you know and that sort yeah. of and that, that sort of grew and then a mate of mine sowed the seed of doing Ironman and then realised that by being a bit lighter and I probably have got a pretty good engine and yeah. Just sort of fell into it. So I've done everything from crikey, big long charity bike rides with then Ironman, Man, then marathons, then ultra marathon and What's your favourite? Sort of
2: like swimming, cycling or running?
3: Uh I hate swimming because I've had four shoulder ups, so I, yeah, you know I oh swim yeah. like a disabled athlete. I can't get this yeah. one arm out of the water. Um, running circles. So, <laughs> like Nemo. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but then uh, cycling and running, I genuinely love, and I, I, But I love like trail running and stuff. Getting out. Oh and yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. Running the roads are pretty crap. But.
2: Yeah. So you you, you came home in the marathon in was it three thirty six? Yeah, three thirty seven. Three thirty seven. Three thirty six is better. Yeah, i t- I'll take three yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, which is an incredible time. And you only have to sort of look at other ex rugby players like Shane ran it in three. London one is like three thirty one, three thirty two, didn't he? Yeah, so he's half your size exactly. Like, yeah, He's about forty
3: five kilos like
2: them. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so what, what are you weighing more, in at now?
3: Have you had to drop a load of weight to do this? You,
1: yeah, three yeah, hundred. I, I think you'd still be massive. Yeah, I'm
3: still, yeah, I'm still too heavy. I'm about one hundred and two hundred and three k at the moment. That's a lot
1: if you're doing that distance. Yeah, that's a lot of weight.
3: Yeah, you, you do look like the freak in the pack as well. You yeah. know. So I'm still in the pens waiting to start yesterday. And, Who's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the pig? We- yeah. like he, he ain't going to win. It's like the honey monster running past <laughs> yeah. people. And I
2: saw. I saw a, sure. a social media clip of you crossing the line. <laughs> you had some proper kit on as well. You've got like, to look good. Of course you, you, <laughs> you have. <laughs> you, ba- you had the sweat bands. You had the
3: sweat on the head. Yeah, you yeah. had the uh, buff and glasses on. You, you had know? a little What's belt on? on. I don't know if it's yeah. a utility belt or what. Hydration belt. hydration belt. You the sponsor stash. You want That's it. Did
2: you run for a charity?
3: Yeah. So I. I set up a charity with a friend of mine a few years ago the Princess Gate Trust so yes. we, we raise money for you know, k- kids and young people less privileged than ourselves so just giving people an opportunity really so we, we, we do that so I, all the events I do I do it wearing our, our kit and, and raise money where, where, as and where I can really. and he beat Hugh Bennett which is um, so oh Hugh Benny did it did, it, did he?
2: he? Hugh he Bennett's ex, ex-hooker for um, a unit a, he's a big unit and I'm he's now that. strength and conditioning in Wales so you know, part of his job is to keep fit but he's
1: literally not as fit as some ex-players which is a shame because he came behind you yeah that's a shame I know he's an ex-player I mean
2: you obviously congratulate him when you see him at the end but part of you thinking bloody done you
1: what you want is you want to get back get back get your tracksuit on get ready and just like open a sandwich and then when he gets back it looks like you've been back for ages (laughs) (laughs) I I did the Bath Half Marathon a couple of years ago for charity and I got signed up by a friend of mine who did it as a stitch up and then told the Bath Chronicle told him about it so I could not do it so I turn up fat geezer with no training, ran the bath, and I got back, and Lewis Moody had already finished, just finished, and I was like, "When did you get in?" He's like, "He's off home." <laughs> showered everywhere. She's like, "I'll be back an hour." <laughs> He'd been back fifty nine minutes. <laughs> That's on a half, mate. matter though. You did it. Yeah, crushed Didn't it. You? Absolutely crushed it. Yeah. No, you've got marathon so, to go now, though. That's it. No, I won't be doing a marathon. Really? I won't be doing a marathon? No, 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 no. Okay. No. It's just body type. You've got to know your limits, and I like weights. You see, I don't like cardio Mind remind me you'd be amazed what your body can achieve But well, I could say that about weights you should do some weights you'd love <laughs> it you'd love yeah. it you'd absolutely love it but yeah do you, have you got intentions to drop to 85 kilos and
3: yeah, cut I, your times by yeah, 20 Yeah, there's, there's a few things I fancy doing because what, what, it, what it does do it opens up like different. It's the nature of who we are once you achieve something you want to push the boundary a little bit further a little bit further now like I've got like all of us you carry a bucket full of backlist of injuries and so I don't want to give in to it. So I want to see how far I can go. So I, get, like I keep saying to my wife, like, I don't want to give this body back in any great shape. So you can, you know, they can have it back when I'm dead and I've yeah. written it off, you know. So um, this is, and the more extreme. I'm doing an event now in two weeks, which is it's a 40 mile ultra marathon. But it's ten times up and down Penna Van. So it's just oh, it's Jesus just a, so as boring and weird as that sounds. I'm actually really looking forward to it. So, but again, it's just it's just slowly nudging you, the boundary over, and over again.
1: You got that mindless grunt in you of you. Yeah, you I, I, I quite
3: I thrive when you just it's just you versus you when you're staring down the barrel. Of I went up
1: in you know. about six
2: months ago with the, with a family, and I went up and it was fine. But coming down, ah, the, my knee I had to go sideways. It's that's really, what I'm, it's I'm so I'm much pressure down going down going might, your... in a way, be, be tough, more yeah. brutal on the yeah. Yeah. but like again, a, I, I, might like I, I might I might fail. I might not finish.
3: I might I might not finish, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. you know that's part of the. action as well. You're going to test yourself.
2: Yeah, I'm I, yeah. You're gonna test yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Usually, I'm just gonna buy some new golf clubs. So, you know, that's it's easy for me. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Well, um, spend some money I don't have. Yeah, um, it's what you're doing. What? Uh, so talk about memorable games here. Now, um, one that springs to mind is one that we lost, but the standoff that we had against New Zealand. <laughs> the day we won the hacker. The day we won the hacker. Now, <laughs> now I remember being in a hacker, uh, watching the hacker. Sorry, and you know, you stood there and we knew, you know, we weren't allowed to turn and stuff. But all of a sudden, I, you know, we're, we're all linked arms, you know, arms around the shoulders, you know, stronger together like. And all of a sudden you break rank. Jenga, <laughs> we, and, and, we,
3: we, and, we weren't holding uh, arms. If you look at it, we we're s- taking your own space because <laughs> right, right, you're tougher right. on your own. All right. Well, well, I, lies I,
2: was t- I was touching Hibbs's finger with mine. <laughs> 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 but, um, but all of a sudden you, are uh, you going to Google it now, are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, you you break rank and start edging forward, and shaking my legs. Yeah, <laughs> right, and we're out. like, a, yeah, we we start uh, turning to this V. Um, it
3: was, it was a, that that was, it was
2: it. Was amazing, wasn't it? We all got caught up in that moment.
3: Yeah, sports entertainment, right? At the end of the day, it is just a game, right? So you these moments very f- pretty few and far between, and to exp- you know, you, people still talk. People still st- stop me in the street now. So as much as yeah, people talk about grand slams, the one thing they keep going back to. Is 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 the hacker snow? They loved it. You and know, I said at the end,
2: you know, and, and we won the game as well, so it was even better. You know, it yeah because they can't remember. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> say it really confidently; they don't question you. No. Yeah, I've
1: got it. I've got it on YouTube. YouTube now. Okay, um, not great for our listeners. No, <laughs> um, no, but
2: YouTube it. Um, <laughs> but could, Warren Gatland
3: decided. Well, he put it to us, didn't he? Yeah, the night before. So obviously, the night before a test match. You know, we, we're based out of the Villa vale Morgan Hotel, and um, the night, you. Just before dinner, we all go down into the, the basement, which is a team room. So, you forwards are talking around technical and technical stuff around scrums and lines and stuff. And people like you, Shanks, are talking about what shade of fake tan you're going to wear and <laughs> yeah, so all the backstage. So chat, chat roulette. <laughs> yeah. We have <never> a <laughs> chat roulette. Oh, I did a brilliant really one. i tell you that in a minute. So, you're all doing that. And then you're right, Gats put it to us, what are we going to do? And that was when it was sort of born. We didn't tell anyone about it, did we? until until the day, and the the best one on there is the referee. There's one guy on there who didn't have a clue what was going on.
2: He was right in your ear, wasn't he, all the time? Yeah,
3: he, Ryan take your team away, Richie take your team away, and Richie's smiling, and he's come over to me. I watch it, it now. And then he threatened. He threatened to start the game with a penalty against us. <laughs> Did a, he? Yeah. Good luck with that. He
2: didn't know which way we were. Yeah, but it was. Um, w- yeah, I mean, the theory behind it was that it, it was mind games, wasn't it? You know, it was.
3: It's the world's biggest steering contest, yeah. you know. So when Gats explained that they, you know, they go for a sort of um, moral, vic- you, know, what it, you know, they go for that first psychological win by getting one of you to turn and walk away, yeah. you know. And then he said, "Well, what if what if you don't turn and walk away?" And that was uh, that was great. Was born, you can hear the rest we'll banging happens. on. Yeah. It's brilliant, you know. Again, worth your listeners just googling it. Yeah, it was was
2: spine tingling, mate. And obviously, you know, we won the game as well, so it's even better. I'll tell you
3: what Um, I'll do with
1: this. It's before it's pre-pod. We're just recording it now, so Shank's will put this out later. It's Monday afternoon now, but I will share it now. Okay, and I'll just tweet it now. I'm not. I'm not very good
3: at this stuff. Believe it or not. Well, that's because you've got massive fat fingers, mate. Yeah, I know.
2: He is is good at it. He's just lazy, (laughs) and he uses that as an excuse, like washing up. um
1: All right, yeah, I've done it. It's on, it's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. There you go. Okay, so... Um, how did the game go, by the way?
2: Yeah, we won. Tell okay. Um, <laughs> 2-0 at <in> the end. <laughs> so what... what
1: so how, I was going to ask, sorry, I was going to go ask on. one thing about being Wales captain. I know we're bats around, but who cares? It's our pod, isn't it? I always think that being captain of or any country at your sport is a huge honour and a lot of responsibility. But when it's your national sport, and it's by miles your national sport... And it's such, it's kind of the sport of the people. So it's just it, it such an impassioned nation. I always think that there are certain countries where being captain is a bit harder. Like I, I would say that the standard of players that the All Blacks have had coming through probably, I don't want to offend anyone here, but I probably will, probably makes being All Blacks captain reasonably easy compared to being a captain of some other countries. You know, But I always think being Wales captain, apart from being Oh my! Imagine being captain of the Welsh rugby team is bloody amazing. It must be a huge amount of pressure, and you must be under the spotlight all the time. Was it like that?
3: Yeah, yeah. You you probably spot on. It's the esteem with which the position is held. You know, this you've got first minister, which was probably second to Welsh rugby captain. Yeah, in order, you know, it is. It it, and basically, the team and all is is owned by the people really, and they they see it like that. So you know. and we're not we're not shy in coming forward with our opinions, whether it be appropriate or not, whether it be in your personal time or whether it be in your professional time. No, but you'd be really naive to go into it not knowing and expecting that as well. You know, yeah. Not that that makes it any easier. And you've but seen
2: it before, though, haven't you? you know you've seen what's, what's happened to captains before. You've seen sort of the the press and the public get on the backs of like Colin Charles when yeah. they caught a smile um, when he sat on the bench. Remember against Italy, and we lost that game and. I don't, he, he was smirking, yeah. in the press—I yeah. don't know for what reason—could be anything. Someone could have farted, you know. Yeah. But they caught that, and all of a sudden, then he was just scrutinized, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was—he was in a poll of hated people above Saddam Hussein.
3: What is that true? Yeah, Oh my god! But again, look as <laughs> long as you. Oh my god! I can't believe you dragged the line back up. Amazing. <laughs> but as long as you te- as long as you treat that position with respect, this to you, and you try and conduct yourself with in integrity, people are largely respectful of that you know like I, again I'd never profess to be anything I wasn't i try to do it my way you know and you just as long as you conduct yourself in, the, in a right and proper man I think I think I think can't go far wrong And but you know there is an obligation to go above and beyond with it as well you know so but that comes with it you know you've got to be prepared to, to front it up take the rough with the smooth and yeah. don't get me wrong I stood, stood down there and lifted silverware as Wales captain you know and that you know I, I'm we're all a slave to our generation as well. I was just fortunate I played yeah. amongst some good people and um, Shanks, you know. Correct. So, so you guys know, we're, we're good we're, to have around and ultimately there's room in the team. We were able to carry thirteen good players, me and yeah. you know, we can carry Shanks then. But Yeah,
2: that's my job, I'll take it. Um,
3: <laughs> so yeah, you know, I was fortunate enough to be involved with a team where you know, we had some there's some great people in that in the teams I played in. So you know people like Gethin and Adam you know fantastic rugby understanding Shane, Shane Steve Shane, Jones hook you know, loads loads, loads you it? know yeah. Steve, Steve Steve, Steve you had a wonderful rugby understanding and, and captaincy is like any other form of business management you, if you surround yourself with good people and understand your weaknesses you know you can quite, quite quickly navigate and, and find out how to, how to make it work who is, who is
2: your best back row then who who did you prefer if you were eight oh. you've got to pick yourself yeah.
3: standard captain and goal kicker yeah standard <laughs> chef um, uh, look, I, I, I definitely have Nugget in there. You know, N- Nugget for me he was a, he's one of the best rugby players I've ever. You know, his game understanding was just yeah. superb. You know, so, again, he wouldn't score massively on any of those fitness tests and all these sorts of Mate, things. He,
2: Garth Edwards can hit the ball further than him in yeah. golf. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't imagine Honestly, being,
1: really I can't yeah. imagine nugget being much good in a squat rack either. No, no he's a
3: bench you know, no, no, he wasn't was he? No, but no. unbelievably strong then when it came, you know. Oh, yeah, like proper core strength. Like Madison, right, yeah. you know, man yeah. strength to we'll yeah. call it, but you know, he had he had that he had that in him and you know, you watch the way he plays it's just in proper incredibly. rugby strength. And then yeah. the other the other one i play with is I I'm a massive Tips fan, I am. Yeah, yeah. T- him. Such a wonderfully gifted rugby player. Like, there's just... That guy could play anywhere in, a, yeah. in the team apart from front row, really. He's got yeah. it. He's genuinely got it all. But, you know, and then I, I was lucky enough to play with, with Toby as well, who would be in there as well. You know, he's a guy who fairly underrated. Really, you know, he's he's the type of guy that you only realise what he does when you're on the field yeah. with him at times. A lot of his work goes on. He's that, he's that weird
1: combination of being really highly rated but still underrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, ball. I agree. Yeah. And then
3: because the guy's got oh. players, he's a, he's world-class and by that, he's, he's, he has world-class moments in games as well, but he also does a, a, loads of work that you just take for You'd granted. You'd want to see a player camp
2: on him, wouldn't you, just should, to actually yeah. comprehend how much he does. Yeah. Well, um, I find it a little bit strange that Tips went off with the sevens. I mean, do, do you have any inside uh, no I haven't got any inside that, knowledge on that
3: other than I th- I, th- I think he I think he I think he wanted to you know it's such a wonderful experience We've Got Commonwealth Games yeah. and there's not many yeah. players that could have done it you know for him to go from being a professional 50s player on the back of Six Nations to win what three and a half weeks turn round get up to speed and completely <laughs> be different be type fit. of fitness because the games are poles apart now you know it wasn't as though he'd been doing completely. it on a secret from the summer you just you can't have one run now and sub yourself off can you no <laughs> yeah don't have rolling subs in the Commonwealth Games but um, and play a water bottle roulette <laughs> yeah like you at Brosnan Park
1: when I see team manager all Shanks right, all right. Shanks made a massive break scored a try and he looked into the bench and he was like rolling his hands over each other saying sub me off sub me off <laughs> coach's like no mate you're staying on Sp- there you, you know, know when up, someone like blatantly
2: is chasing you but it's never going to catch you but makes you run fast and you have to start zigzagging <laughs> to yeah. start
3: to, I remember I remember Lynn Jones used do that with Lee Bird so when we when he was coaching Osprey, so Bernie could be a bit of a hyper-contract at times and uh he'd get injured and Lynn would be radioing down. Nobody look at Lee Burn, nobody look at Lee, so all the physio turn, <laughs> turn, turn their back on him. Yeah, what, what, um, so. Just on, on that, what was what was Lynn Jones like as a as a coach? Because
2: you see him like on TV and he's he looks a bit out there.
3: Oh he's mad, he's mad as a box of frogs, Lynn. But um Mercurial within it, you know, yeah. some of the conversations I had with him were just incredible you know the guy's rugby understanding really was second to none he's, he's probably one of the best coaches and really? innovative as well you know he looked at the game yeah. completely differently and some of the stuff you know we talk around and, and all that were, were just incredible <laughs> his, his man management left a little bit to be desired <laughs> should we say Um <laughs> some of the stuff that went on it was incredible I've had, I've had a team when I was Captain Ospreys. I had team selection meetings with he'd put a meeting in the diary and then I'd get there and he'd called me in the loose and he'd be sat there with a cubicle door opening, taking care of his morning business and <laughs> we'd be picking a team for the weekend and <laughs> he's <laughs> stuff like this. He's but you know, this 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 was years ago. But again, like I, I it's great that he's still in there game he's coaching coaching Neath now, but I you know, there's a well managed and position you know, he, he he offers something completely unique there's room for that there's room for that oh, one, he is one of characters I could tell you stories about Lin for not yeah. it's not appropriate for now one, one of the la- like one of lads like Garth Jenkins
2: you know up there with
3: yeah, yeah Garth, <laughs> you know, but a great rugby legends. man oh, great, really? great, great
1: rugby man as well you know yeah, so yeah. one of the lads went for an interview at Ospreys to meet um, meet Lin and then that quarter of an hour into the meeting in his office, uh, Lynn stood up and he was completely naked from the waist <laughs> down. <laughs> he done the whole week naked and he's there with his agent. And he pops over to the corner of his office. He's got his balls out. <laughs> completely straight face. I love that. Brilliant. I, I, it's just like Ricky Gervais' times 20.
2: Just sign here if you wouldn't
1: mind. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I love all that stuff. It's but
2: you, you had some really good success, didn't you, with, with Lynn and the Ospreys yeah. in terms of winning the Magnus League.
3: Yeah, we won. Um, I, think we, I think we won three three championships with yeah. maybe or certainly, certainly two. We you know we had relative success in Europe for a, for a new and a, team and a really
2: good team, didn't you?
3: Yeah, my, the only th- the only problem I th- I th- we were we were still quite young. So when that sort of uh, team of '05 through to 08 sort of disbanded, we were we were still only the core team, mm. we were still only twenty seven, twenty eight. So you had Adam um, Hibbs me, Duncan. Alan, Wynne. Duncan, um, Mike, Phillips. you know Mike Phillips, J.T. Lee Byrne Hookie, Shane, Tommy Bowe, Tom, you know. So we were still the, probably the wrong side of 30. You know, look at yeah, it's well documented now. We win, win Europe, win World Cups. You're looking for a, a slightly more experienced team, and I think we went down. remember we went, um, we lost in the quarterfinals of Europe twice, and we were probably one one season, maybe two seasons away from actually genuinely fulfilling our potential. I think on the on the on the prop big European stage I think we didn't quite have that but you know we do had success at national level and different stuff I think for a club we would still just establish ourselves as a real force in Europe and it and it was great you know we should we go into outside of European Cup competitions and we'd be team we be talked about a team that was could up, certainly upset and would were likely to make the knockout stages, you know, regularly. So and what
1: happened? The team disbanded because people just left and took yeah, the, the land, deals. And the
3: landscape of Welsh rugby changed. You know, obviously people's profile grew, and cost of keeping those players just made it probably slightly uneconomical. And you know, it was at the time where some of the fin- financial constraints started coming in and different things. So you know, it was just a shame that we weren't able to probably. I just don't think we quite fulfilled the potential of that of that squad. You know.
4: HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: One thing I'd like to know is why they call you Jughead. <laughs> should we just say I grew into these
3: ears in later a yeah. life? Should we? Yeah. <laughs> Mum gave it. birth to ears with eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was pulled out by these. Yeah, yeah your ears
2: so just keep growing. You and your nose. Know, yeah, no, I'm, so you, I'm you know, you're going to have f- Terry Wogan ears, I reckon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't want my nose to keep going, particularly. You, you've got quite a small nose. Remember I'd, I'd would
2: say more belly with you.
1: Yeah, my, I don't think my mum gave birth to a stomach. I think she might have given birth to like a bowling ball with eyeballs. Yeah. With some little inflated arms and legs coming off a the side. A little bit Corners stubble. Of um, yeah. <laughs> but
2: uh, a little bit of news. So the rugby News is Donica callahan he's retired now after an amazing... Long, crazy career. Career, amazing. Um, and it was really nice, wasn't it? You saw it at the end with his kids coming onto the pitch—three yeah. girls, one boy. But he's happy with that fourth as a boy, mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, he—he he was one of these guys. He—he he didn't drink, you know. But he was just the amount of energy he had and how funny he was, considering. You know, he didn't touch a drop of beer. You Still know. a great crack, was
1: he? Yeah, not like us. where we, we no. have to have a couple of beers just to. Remember the lads coming back off five tour and saying Donico Callaghan, like star of the tour. What a bloke! Doesn't drink, but what a bloke! And you're like, how come he's always out with the boys? And he's just a great crack. Yeah.
3: How'd you do that? Yeah, he, he, you know, you've hit the nail on that. What a what a great character, you know. You talk about some of some of life's larger life characters. He's one of them. You know, hugely. Yeah, you know, he had great set of know, great sense of humour, but he had he, real good integrity and values as well. Donico, you know, he was a Probably gentleman as well, you know. Um yeah. but as you said, what well, he's been he's been an ever present throughout throughout my career as well, you know. So for the for the 12, 13 years, you know, we had every, we had encounters whether it be at Munster and at national level. You know, and he he was an ever present, you know, you talk around people who build a team around, you know, he's yeah. he's an iconic He's yeah. character. He's the only man I've ever seen
2: um take a line out in his pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember his short. He, yeah. His shorts got
3: ripped, and he he didn't want to. There should be laws wake. against that type yeah. of thing. I shouldn't yeah, know. but yeah, they should. Yeah, and it, again, it's probably it's probably a shame for him that he played an hero with Paul O'Connell as well. Because if he yeah, won for it if won for Paul O'Connell, you know, we we would have elevated him even further. You know, yeah. Yeah. But
2: yeah. you know, it's that's what I say about Gav Henson uh, <laughs> Why can't I've just stuck with Andy Marinos at twelve? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other bit of news: George North going to the Ospreys. Now that, that that shocked me a little bit because, because only because Why? of the delayed, um, uh, because of the delayed announcement of him signing for Ospreys. Because I thought it, he potentially might have been waiting for the Blues to see if they qualified for the Champions Cup next year. They obviously did; um, they've got automatic qualification. And I, th- you know, so I mean, it's great signing for the Ospreys, but I thought I thought it was. Uh, Done & dusted deal with the Blues, yeah. why I assumed, but never
1: assumed, do you? Because because, well, because you saw that Dickie Holland and Reece Blumberg, Blumberg had and followed and him <laughs> on Twitter at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that where you get your insight from? Right? just followed him at the same time. It's like,
2: <laughs> ah, okay. Something's up here. So, uh, but yeah, but great
3: signing for the Ospreys, man, and, and good having him back, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, first and foremost... Irrespective of where he's gone, it's just great having those characters back. We, we forget that George is still <laughs> relatively young as well. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's achieved so much. Seventeen years old, <laughs> amazing. He's got seventy-three caps, hasn't he? Or seventy-six a, caps? Yeah, at twenty-six. Is he? Yeah. I think, or, what know? a joke! So that's, that's more than Falatau, isn't it? Uh, yeah, be there or thereabouts. i actually had about 35, 40 caps at that age.
2: Talk Lucky about. ones, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. all <laughs> off the bench. Um, <laughs>
3: but yeah, that's incredible. Yes, yeah. so, but it, it, but it, it, again, you know, you you look at you know where where was he going to go you know it, it's, I think I think it's a good match you know you look at the, the squad the, I think the Ospreys were probably a bit more a bit more settled at the time George was looking to with all the talk that was going on around the Blues coach and all that type of yeah. stuff you know um, again the Scarlets you, you, you know could they attract him back would they want it you know they got such a you know they're firing on they you know so yeah. Yeah. Scott um, Williams I think was a, was a big factor in George going to the Ospreys as well They're they're good friends Good relationship as well So Good you Brian know I think it was one of three And I don't think It was It was too much between But how, how between does it, the, is it Will he be centrally contracted Yeah he's got a National dual contract Okay
1: there. so So WRU doesn't decide Where he goes He decides Or yeah, is it a joint I b-
3: decision I believe so I think
1: I think he, so I think not, he doesn't that. get a phone call saying we are putting you at Ospreys
3: and that's that. Not, I, do you know what? I, I don't actually know. It's a really We're good work question, in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. not How a, much is George North on? Him, <laughs> <laughs> a, bit, a bit more than you're getting for this, I think yeah. Well, yeah. Net, <laughs> like you, <laughs> yeah. mate. We do it for the love of the game. Um, yeah, true enough.
1: Uh, David Pace, yes, yeah, so a London Irish hooker has retired after nearly 300 games for Irish. Wow. It's a yeah, I, when I when I was playing, Pacey was a veteran. And he's one of those players that he's he's just been an automatic first choice pretty much. Not his whole career because they had Nakadrotsky and whatever at London Irish, but he, the Robbie Spring Russell, rock. Robbie Russell, the muscle. Uh, not not called that because of his biceps, um, <laughs> but he um, his biceps are fit in a bucket. His muscle, anyway. So he Pacey's just been there for so long, and he's one of those guys that. I don't know, people say that loyalty's gone from the modern game. It's not. There are examples when loyalty's gone. But actually, Pacey is a good enough player to have moved, and I say this respectfully, to a club that's more likely to be near the top of the league. But He's one of those guys that stuck in and stuck in and stuck in. I've played a ton of times against Pacey. He's a really, really good player, really underrated player. And it's, I, I find it wonderful he's had such a long career and a hooker in such a tough place. But also hard that his last game for Irish is on the weekend where they get relegated. You know I mean, That's pretty brutal, isn't it? After yeah. all those years... They go down on a Sunday and he happens to be playing his last ever game for the club. It's like bloody hell, poor yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great career.
2: Foul retiring, Lise, retiring. I think what? That, that is his last game. Go- yeah, and.
1: Foul like, retiring? Yes. Come on, I'm I leave that when I see it. You'll
3: um, be around somewhere. With gold teeth, I with gold, just
2: gold grill. All I want to do is see his birth certificate to actually clarify how old he is. He
1: doesn't know how old he is. We used to ask him all the time. He's a different answer every time. If you can touch
2: his shoulder with the other hand, you're a certain age. He, yeah, he would, he he would, would not.
1: Know. He would not tell us. He used to change his date of birth whenever he told us. <laughs>
2: um, but what an incredible. Player, he's been uh, loves loves Kentucky Fried Chicken and Nando's. Yeah, <laughs> loves it. It's <laughs> oh, all he goes on about. Um, used to have the Tongue corner with him and Ma- Mama Molotika. Um Real quiet guy, but what a servant he's been. He's had, he's the most capped um, regional blues player that's there been. Oh really? Um, and I hope, I hope he stays within the game and he stays and possibly maybe a do, some, Cardiff, do something with Cardiff mind? because it'd be ashamed to lose. Someone it's so iconic for, like him.
1: It's funny, what do you get him doing because he doesn't say anything?
2: He'd just be like Forrest Gump mowing the lawn, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. You'd not only have to mow a four G pitch, but you have to sweep it. I'll
1: tell you what, Ryan, he, when I was at, playing at there were two loose heads at Bath, it was me and Dave Barnes, and we signed this guy called Fal Felice from Tonga. And he arrived and it was like he was he was about twenty six then, mind. He was or what he was then, and he was this was years ago he arrived and we all go to the change rooms to get changed and i was i carried a bit of timber but i was a big unit lifted a lot of weights reasonable nick Barnsey was lean not a huge prop but good nick foul came in and i remember him being 126 kilos and yes 126 kilos which was big like 6'2 126 gold teeth veins in his calves veins in his biceps and they measured him, and he was 11% body fat. <laughs> and they re-measured him, and he was 9% body fat. A couple of weeks later, we were like, holy shit. Well, I mentioned this before. Like, um, when, when he was training, you know, he, he trained
2: quite a lot within his limit, especially weights, because he was big. Anyway, he, he, was, um, he was doing bench press. And one of the strength and conditioning coaches said, mate, that's, that's not enough. You've got to put some more on. So he goes and puts another 25 on each side. You know, it's just <laughs> like... Yeah you know, five or 10 kilos max, but he'd put another 50 K on the bar and still lift.
1: It It was funny. So we, we would, you could we, never find out how strong he
2: was. Yeah, the boys, were,
3: you. boys were telling me with him. Didn't they used to tell him different weights? So he'd think there was like 100 K on the bar. Yeah. We have like 140 we, on there. We, we used to do that like, with him at Bath
1: weirdly. Same things. It was like, how strong is this guy? So the props would be in a weights group together. And I was always much better at weights than I was at rugby. So I was decent. <laughs> I wasn't amazing at weights, but I was good in the, decent in the gym. And I would be doing sets. We had 60 kilo dumbbells on a seated shoulder press. And I would do. I was doing sets of six, not comfortable, like battling on the last couple of each set, but six on six, five sixes on sixty, not going all and, the way down, And then all the way down, all the way down, and then <laughs> and then and then, then using his legs, yeah, and then Falfa would come <laughs> and in elbows on the way up, and it'd be like, oh, how many, how many, how many. We're like, 12, mate, 12, we'll go to max. But he get, gets like 11, he goes 10, 11. You're like, never finish on an even number. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> I, remember, I remember him doing five sets of 15 on 60s. <laughs> and I was a strong guy. I was like, yeah. holy shit. But then he, we were like, this. we've never heard of this guy. He's not young. He's like mid-20s, like mid-25, 26. We've never heard of him. He is a physical freak. And he used to run to the gym up the hill and everything like, what you doing, mate? And then... It was like if he was any good, he might be big and buff in the gym, but if he was any good, he's dominated preseason, we would have heard of him. So he's gonna be rubbish. He's be one of those lads that's got all the kit, but he's rubbish. He played tight at a few times, didn't really enjoy it that much. We were we were quite happy with that. He moved to Loosehead and was suddenly the best player at Bath. We were like, <laughs> holy shit. It's like playing against Cobus Visagi and getting my head shoved up my ass. Foul came on and he ran on saying Loosehead and he was like, Oh, he didn't know where to put his arm and stuff. He's like okay, you go first, yeah, yeah, fine with the other guy. Hits and just like has absolutely no problem at all. I was like, my career is over. This <laughs> bastard has arrived. Anyway, he got offered loads of money to play tight end for Cardiff. We never saw him again. Yeah. <laughs> after, after one year he was there, and literally Cardiff, stat signing, rescued mine and Barnes's careers. We'd have had to leave the club. He was so much better than we were. As well. um,
2: so, Judgment Day was played here at the, at the weekend. Um, I take it you were here. I wasn't. I was off on a charity golf trip, but I can't bother to
3: explain that. No, I wasn't Something you actually. actually. Are you were? not No, I wasn't. I was at home with my, with my kids. Why weren't you? What? Because I your came to the real Judgment Day the day after National Finals Day. Oh, okay. oh I saw you on right, social yeah. media sitting with a beer with you and uh, yeah, yeah, non yeah. alcoholic so beer chilling. No, I yeah. didn't. I watched. I watched Judgment Day f- from the telly It's the first one I haven't been to. So. How, how many um, people attended? Do you know? Well, there's some, somewhere in the region of sixty thousand. Okay, decent was, Very yeah, decent. Yeah, you know, obviously it's over two games, so the people are in and out, but. It's, it's it's a format that people are really buying into, you know. Yeah. So it's I think it was a second highest attendance. So those who don't know about Judgment
2: Day, it was uh, the, the four Welsh regions play in, in one day here. It was the Scarlets and Ospreys first, no, Scarlets and um, Dragons first, and the Ospreys and Blues yeah. the second game. Um, they do it every year, but it's it's always quite hard to find a date, isn't it? Because when with Judgment Day, you want you want your stars to play, don't you? Because you want you know get a big buzz around rugby and around Welsh rugby, and just the way it played out. There's a few players rested because of competition still going ahead. Yeah,
3: it's look, it's, it's a concept that, that works, you know. And I, it th- does th- work. I think it was it was largely picked from, from our friends at the RFU, you know, around the fixtures they run at, at Twickenham. And it, but what we what we see is that Cardiff's a fantastic venue to, to host yeah. anything really. So people people come and they anything, they get yeah. caught up on the you know the whole day out, the trip. You got the bars, you have got the town, you know, and the and the venue itself um, It's also. Accessible to a different audience at times to you know the nas- some of the national games and you know we see some more f- different family type atmosphere and stuff so all that all that's great but your points are prevalent and chanks in the fact that you know you ha- you you have to put the date out there early you know Easter was early this week and May all these late so it's fallen on the the week the weekend in, in between you know it'd be, it'd be ideal to have a Bank Holiday weekend but um, also you you know you can't cater for. Where, where a team is in the league, yeah, and where it, team is in the league. The they, Blues are qualified for yeah, Europe, so already, you know oh, they, got,
2: they got the court, the final against. Cloth. Yeah, you can't. so
3: you know, but every now and then, circumstances are going to say that you're possibly not going to have the spectacle you you want, you know. And but all in all, I think it was. I, th- I do think they're in excess, ir- irrespective of sometimes some of the rugby you see. You know, the actual event itself is yeah, it's to be. part of the calendar, and really. you saw a lot of tries, a lot of good rugby. The
2: Scarlets pretty much destroyed. The, the, dragons, the dragons first up and then yeah. there's a real close game a real good game with the blues and the ospreys and and damn bigger nails a, a drop kick at the end of course just yes. uh, just to see. You it three paid all big money for them is not yeah. it yeah big bucks That's isn't why Northampton...
3: Mean, just to see how he or? goes northampton next year you know he's a, he's a t- he's the type of guy that you could put a long term plan in place really to start yeah. build build a team round because as much as it's the criticism he gets um, he like so, mid- he's so solid crew, isn't he? He's so yeah. solid. His ma- his game management is excellent, you know, and I think he'll thrive in in, in that prep. I
1: just really I just really hope for Northampton's sake that they I'm not going to say spend a bit of money because that's too easy. If they they got some work to do in this offseason, there are coaches leaving, they need to recruit, they need some fresh blood in there, and I just hope he's got the players around him got Kovus Reinach at nine, who is just brilliant, sensational yeah. player. So he'll be great for Dan Bigger. Yeah, yeah, but I agree. I really hope that. You know, Luther Burrell. If he's playing twelve, if he's on form, he's been great this season. He's been on form. So, if they got the players around bigger, he'll have a, obviously without saying the blinding obvious. Blinding obviously, he'll have a much better chance. But I think I really think it could be great for them. Yeah, because
3: he'll, he'll put you in the right position, you know. And yeah. he's going. He's, he's worth twelve points a game, you know. So he's yeah. he's a ninety he's percent goal kicker. you know, yeah. he's, he's world class. Just so. before we
2: get into the um, the Viva results, we won't go through too many because I know it's been quite long already. Um, Johnny Gould. Just wants to say that his team, I think they're the under-15s, they're Wilts and um, you do a scrummaging session with them. Caution. Caution.
1: Caution under-15s. Caution
2: under-15s. Yep. They played in a fight. they won 20 points to seven.
1: They're a hell of a team.
2: And um, they scored four penalty tries. From the scrum? No, it could be four, could oh. it? Because you know you've got to kick conversions as well. Um,
1: Three penalty tries from the scrum. I made that bit up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to say I'm is getting that low, I'm getting good prep, it's just hips and yeah. grips, isn't
2: it? What I'm trying to say is that you played a huge factor in that because every year you go down there, you give them a scrummaging clinic.
1: He calls it. He calls it the Flatters Scrum Factory.
2: Yes, what he calls the Scrum it. Factory. Um, he wanted me to mention it. Oh, good lad, Johnny. Um, so Johnny Gould, hell of a boy. Yeah, rugby
3: coaching rugby out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: must have heard of him doing his, the auctions, Johnny Gould. Yeah, I know yeah. He was at this event, um, Grosvenor's, <laughs> at the weekend, and he did the auction. He was just we we said it about ten times. Well. There's just mate. no one like him. He do, he knew everyone in the room. You know, he played people against each other. It was it was phenomenal. But he loves his rugby. His sons very much enjoy his rugby. I think they're under fifteen. Yeah. Um and he wanted me to mention that. So. Well, well done. done, you, David. Hey, God, um, stop it. I should have been a coach. Give it a bit you? back, mate. But nice to see you back on the box. I mean, you had a week off last week, didn't you? Where <laughs> yeah. Surplus to requirements. Yeah, but that's you're right. You're back where you belong.
1: Yeah. Was I missed? You think? I've not watched the highlight show yet, but well, it's not until tonight, so you I can't watch, watch it. Yet. it yeah. Will, I will you watch it? Of course, I will, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Slag you view, off a bit. Yeah. you off a little bit. It was an interesting weekend in the Aviva, actually. So why was it interesting? Well, Bath against the last the last Premiership round would just. Smashed the bits at Sarries and kind of Ben Abano played pretty well. Alid Brew was outstanding as he has been all season. But one player's player of the season.
3: I know. I saw, saw it Honest, honestly. Right. I know. I know
1: you're you're a busy man and you're not and you're not you can't watch every minute of every Premiership. But I watch all the Prem games and he has been one of the standout wingers in the Prem. He's been absolutely brilliant. So he was great a couple of weeks ago. But everyone else had a, had a shocker. Poor old Rhys and That just it, Paul Grayson described it as a waking nightmare against Sarries, And it, I'm sure it happens to every fly-half. It's much easier being at prop where you can just hide. You can't hide at 10. <laughs> this, yeah. week, this week, this again, weekend against Gloucester at King's Own, Priestley tried. was really, really good. They were they were all really good. Alid Brew, brilliant again. And they smashed Gloucester at King's Own, which was kind of unexpected. Um, so that was interesting. But the, the real story at the moment is, you could argue that Leicester potentially not making the playoffs is going to be a big story next week. But... Newcastle with a round to go have qualified for the semi finals, you know. And it's uh, it was a good Leicester team as well. You know, Toulangi was back, Tamu has been brilliant all season. May, yeah. four, you got big, ben Gen- Young's. yeah, you got big Genji playing. And like they, the last two games at home, Leicester have been properly at it, they've actually played well. The crowd is flat out, full atmosphere, full throttle, and they've lost against two really good teams. And yeah, Newcastle making the top four with a round to go is it's a lovely story. Oh, I remember
2: Goneville when he was at Leicester, and I remember, you know he's a big player he's strong he's fast but I don't remember him having the impact that he's had for Newcastle this season he was we've talked about him a lot on the podcast this year but again phenomenal off the Ugh. base of the scrum yeah. um,
1: I mean Ali, Ali Brew's had a hell of a season but there's, movement, there's no winger like Gone ever in the press his lateral movement
2: for a big bloke you know to be able to step sideways you know it's, for big blokes it's quite difficult to step a lot of the time because there's a lot of weight behind it. but he is yeah, immense yeah but-
3: I mean, I think it's, it's bigger than that, though. It's, it's for, you were talking earlier. We were talking earlier off, off 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 the microphone, but it's it's great for the game, though, isn't it? That it's yeah. it's new new faces, new club at, mm. at the business end. Because at the end of the day, we we have got to keep the game current and we've got to keep it attractive to as many people as we possibly mm. can. And whether it be football, rugby, or any other sport out there, seeing seeing new people knock on the door and, and crack yeah. the age old, you know, it's, sports about jeopardy, isn't it? You know, we it's yes. about, it's about the unknown. It's about the new. It's about that journey and you know, every now and then we love an upset. We love an underdog, and yeah. you know, and to, to your point as well. They, you know, they, they're a team that played with played with confidence this year. It hasn't always been pretty, and yeah. you know, but they've managed to get results as and when they need to, which is a which is a great league um way, way of way of playing. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, playing you, can't, well. you can't so play champagne rugby yeah.
2: all year round. They signed Madavasi from the Ospreys as well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been sliding. really good for he's them. Do you know what?
3: When he he's since
1: he turned up, I think I'm getting this right, because I spoke to him last week. I was up at Newcastle in the week with Dean Richards, and I spoke to uh, well, tweet, us,
2: tweet us if it isn't right, because you tweet us about the pound coins that you can change. Which yeah, oh, oh, by can. the way,
1: he was wrong. You can't investigate that. You can. You can't. So Joshy, well, he was in the academy when I was at Bath. So he I've was... investigated it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Paro. laughs> I know. Joshy, when he, when he arrived from Osprey's, Osprey's wanted him as heavy as possible, is what he told Newcastle. I, I said I reckon that's balls because no one's ever said that. Whatever, the, whatever your body fat count, we just want you as heavy as possible. No one's ever said that <laughs> in sport, unless it's sumo. So anyway, he arrived I think, there. I think that was Widen Street. The fact I, I, he yeah. has since he arrived, he's still a big unit mind. He's lost twenty kilos, oh and he's still over a hundred kilos. Like he was, man, he was like prop weight, big prop weight when he arrived there. But he's playing really well for them, yeah, really, really well.
2: They lost. Uh, they lost. Uh, it was like Sean Connery. Then lost. They lost Hodgson as well in the game, which yeah. Obviously, he's going to throw them out a little bit. But they put
1: Sashino to 10, who had a good game but kicked really poorly. So, right at the end, they just subbed on Takalua because right t- yeah. they thought there might be a key penalty coming but He up. did
2: nail one right
1: to the touchline in the middle for a lineup. but But, um, yeah.
2: And then Ali Hogg, who I didn't realise is still playing. I did obviously realise he's, he's pretty old now. He's still got it. Yeah. He scores a try. But, but you don't see the actual try he scored because they give it the first time, I think, yeah, before the, the ref blows up. Anyway, but a great uh, a great win for Newcastle
1: in in the playoffs. Hello win. Hello win. Hello win. Um yeah. really interesting the semi's coming up. Should we um we should have some questions. We've got some questions online yeah. Tommy. Here's one for you Ryan from Andrew Thomas on Twitter. In your career during your career who hit you the hardest?
3: That can be a tackle or a punch, whatever you want really. who hit me the hardest? Oh, um Oh, Carl Eamons. So I remember, oh I remember doing one of those remember when all that sort of nine would run across the field and do that pop to a forward running like an Enders line from somewhere outside 12 where yeah. that was all the rage well I remember doing one of them the Jamie at, Roberts line the yeah, Jamie Roberts <laughs> the big th- car was waiting for you was he at the Liberty I was thought if I'm fair play I'm flying you yeah. and Carl didn't move and I hit well I thought I was going to hit him my god I've never been hit so hard so I give him everything as well so led with the elbow hit yeah. him pick me up He's, he's one of those
1: guys that when you when people talk about Carl Heyman, they say he was very big and he was a great scrummager. But actually, even when he was at Newcastle, I played against him a few times, he was huge, but very, very mobile, like crazy mobile, and a real talent. So like I remember we had a we did a certain kickoff and we had a back row called Andy Beatty at Bath and he was a big old horse and he was great at carrying back off kickoffs because he, he never got tackled behind the game line because he was just awkward and big and good. Beast. Yeah, and in three kickoffs in a row Big Carl was there and no one melted Beast. I only saw two people ever melt Beast was Carl Heyman and right towards the end Stephen Ferris. Nobody ever melted Beast because he was just like a wardrobe. And Heyman hit him three times. And Beast, remember Beast shouting, Can we do another kickoff, please? Can (laughs) we try something else? (laughs) (laughs) He keeps nailing me.
3: Yeah, not a bad idea. The the other one was um, George Harder. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, Quinn's winger. Quinn's winger. Yeah, he was a tough guy. First time I played Quinn's in 2003. Ooh, three or four, they used to do this move where nine would pop to him, coming short off the back of a scrum. He'd have like a twenty-yard run at to do it. Yeah. So we, we knew they were going to do it. So they they did this play, and I st- stepped up from eight, stepped out, and he bounced me. So I did the old backwards roll, spat me up the back. Oh. Look, he, he did fall over. I remember we had a young young ten and Matthew, a kid called Matthew Jones who yeah. ran past me, laughing and <laughs> right, tap tap me on tap me on the ass and said and ran off. So, next play was a line-out so he did g- almost exactly the same move off the line-out did a line-out mall and they popped a George Arder off nine who ran straight over our with Matthew Jones over ten <laughs> and scored a try so yeah, I followed I him up by running that. a good little tap on his arse <laughs> <laughs> so next, next time but yeah th- those two, those um, two. yeah s- at least
2: I did stop him Sted is on Twitter how much do you earn a game for Bristol um, <laughs> too much is he, is he suggesting much. that you had well
1: much. paid but you didn't play many games is that what he's saying well, I,
2: I don't know what he's saying there, but we don't even have to answer it's just a crap question. Um, Benjamin Smith. Saying, "Why did you run away from him and his mate um, during the Newport Wales Marathon?"
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know that guy. but There you go, da- Daffid <laughs> Evans. If everyone is fit, what should be Wales's starting back row? Now I'm going to get. I'm going to guess what I think yours will be. Go on then. I think you'll say. Oh, so you are. You're asking the question. Yeah, I'm going to guess, it. I'm okay. going to say Falautau, Tipperick, and I'm either. No, I'm, no,
2: no, either. Hang on, hang on. Pick it. Don't not either. You're picking it. You've got Tipperick. You've Warby. got Warby.
1: Okay, But you might go Navidi or you might go Ellis Matey boy but anyway
3: No I'm I'm. there's, there's a couple of things here I'm really intrigued to see how Sam Orton comes back because I think Sam's been really he's got an opportunity to reinvent himself and I genuinely do think the game has evolved in the last sort of 12-18 months that it'd be great you know if Sam comes back maybe a little bit lighter a bit more mobile you know I think the game is going that way now it'd be interesting to see To play 6 or 7 though Well this this is this is the thing I you know I I think I think he'll come back as a seven. Okay. Um, the other one I, you know, is Moriarty. Now would be really. Yeah, now he's yeah. coming back. Now I'm a I'm a big fan. Love it. I think you know I, th- I think he's he he brings a physical presence. We he's put, a header. He's an absolute header. Yeah. That we don't really have. You know, yeah. we don't have too many of them in Wales. He's, uh, that guy like, against England out here. Yeah. Oof. So you know, I I would probably go uh, Moriarty, um, Falato, and then. Jury's out. As I said, I'm a massive yeah. Tips fan. Because big, you still work for the WRU. I'm a I'm big Warby p- fan as well. I think Between the two, you know. You can have four yeah. or five in there. Um, Thanks. Um, <laughs> R- Rodri,
2: <laughs> Gravel, um, what's tougher, Ironmen or WRU training camps?
3: Oh. Remember we went to Poland? No, oh, I didn't go to you Poland. Think, oh, you were gone then. Pre, pre- Rugby World Cup 2011. You, out, you phased out by then, weren't you? Gone. You are probably in there. A couple of seasons too long in as the a real watch, world. But, um, yeah, in the real world. Seven or Pre 2011, we did 20 odd days Doing Q and A's every day. I oh. ran it and I was pretty bleak. So, That's yeah, that, that is I, a long time yeah, in Poland. Take, Most people do a week, five days in and out, don't they? Yeah. Oh, we, okay. we went twice. This so will give me Ironman Man any day. It's <laughs> this is question. a nice one, by the way, from Bart. Oh, it's not a
1: question. Bart Chris just says no question. Just wanted to say how big, big an admirer I was. Of Ryan's great player, top bloke, very nice yeah, message, bro. Bart. Thank you very yeah. much. It's yeah. not, not true, true. but uh, <laughs> what uh, Mr. Jones. Napa
2: has put on here. Serious question now: How many cigarettes do you think Shiro smoked in C- in three seasons of yeah, it's Have a great you question. Gamora? No, oh, oh you've got to watch it. It's on. It's on Sky. It's Ricky Gervais' favorite,
1: right? Um, which means it's a bit, which means it's ours. It is. Yeah. Gomorrah is a brilliant TV show. It's absolutely
2: <laughs> okay. brilliant. Um, Paul Barry, um, I don't know, again. I don't know if you know him Ryan. Is I used to um, live with Paul Barry. All right, it's a see. tattoo on his arm. Uh, a cornetto or Mr. Whippy? Yeah.
1: There you are, look,
3: at there are. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at
1: that! Oh wow, that is a, amazing, a, eh? Can I, I? don't want to offend anyone. That is a proper Welsh tattoo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mate, he's, <laughs> a, he's a super Maori. It's, <laughs> <laughs> super Maori Brothers. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It's cornetto. Um, yeah, we've had that. Um, <laughs> any other questions, for So, have you given? Uh, that, no,
3: that'll do for me. Yeah, um, thanks, lads. Insightful as ever. I know. I just,
1: I, I actually spoke to my dad on the way over by you. One, oh, go on, and, go. and he he asked me to. I said, "Have you got any questions?" And my dad's a really bright bloke, you know. And I said, "Don't ask me anything unoriginal. Think of something original by the end of this phone call." Um, and by the end of it, he said he wants to know who the best number eight you ever played against was. I was like, "Well, dad, that is an like nice Unoriginal
3: question, but who was it?" SQ. It's oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I. I and again, for t- for two reasons. A, you know, he was he was a hell of a big bloke, and at the time when he played, he know, was he, a freak, yeah, yeah. yeah. And B, he was a bit of a hero of mine. So lining up against and having that padded forearm in the face was and nice yeah. and, C, and a warm And see you employ him here
2: in the in the stadium to do um, to host the lounge. Yeah, he so. works for me as well now. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. um, we we got to mention Will big Carlin's tweeted because he's he, on us all the time about mentioning him, and you know, he's trying to reinvent himself a little bit, he's okay. trying to stay current. That's why he dies. I like mentioned hair. Sam was. Um, <laughs> when he runs, why does he wear a leg warmer on his head, or has it gone <laughs> <laughs> a buff, William? No, that, that's yeah.
3: in response to um, I called him out on social media the other day because I saw him with um, he was out cycling with wasn't he, with his friends with that's right essentially a helmet the size of a dustbin on his head, and it oh, he? must have been a triple XL chin strap as well. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> why, that's <laughs> right, he's obviously. trying to get his <laughs> own back. Um, all the Queen's men, <laughs> last <laughs> question,
2: Andy. Um, Lillington wants to know again this is on Twitter. How sickening was it to keep losing playoff finals at Bristol? Mm. It took. It's a, a good question because it took a while, didn't it? And by far, you were the better team. Yeah, yeah. You just luck. couldn't. You just couldn't seal that playoff victory, could you? So I
3: was, I was involved in, in two playoffs. I arrived just before the playoffs in the first year. The Ospreys let me let me go a little bit early, but I broke my leg in the, the first game against. So I played in the, uh, the and yeah. broke my leg in the. First leg of the final, then so. Put your leg in the first leg. First, yeah, There's yeah. yeah. a lot of legs in that centre. So um yeah, so that was a that was a nightmare on, on two levels. It was a disappointment for a club that actually is a Premiership club, you know, it, yeah. you know, the stand in the infrastructure, you know, the the ambition around it. There's one half million people live in Bristol, and it, it you know we talk about rugby being in a part of the community and culture of a of a place, and that that's true in Bristol. It's a fantastic club. Um, retain a lot of the old values of rugby as well in a, yeah. in a, in a modern way so that, that was great and then obviously to go through the disappointment then with Worcester again it was first the first leg of that playoff final I was when I did my shoulder again and I'd have an operation and different things so I missed the, missed the second leg and yeah. go through that disappointment and see that, you know to be involved with a group of lads that had been through it on two or three cycles was just demoralizing because the work put in you know warranted promotion to, to win the league comfortably two years in a row. It just didn't seem a didn't seem a right and proper system yeah. really, but changed now
1: of course it has
3: changed, which yeah. which I think is, is right, you know. And now they've got an opportunity to go and establish themselves in in the prem, which is which is great. Yeah, yeah good on them. Um, um, before we go,
1: firstly, thanks very much, Ryan. No really problem. enjoyed it. Um, I can see now why they call you jugger in the flesh. Then, <laughs> the more weight you lose, in the marathons, the bigger your ears look. Um, <laughs> wanna try I'm trying to get a bit of weight off my quads actually, just for. Anyway, um, just want to mention one thing. So uh, Rob Horne, the Australian Centre, playing for Northampton. Uh, I was commentating again a couple of weeks ago. First hit, he makes a big tackle and he's a—he's generally had a horrible injury. I think he finds out days after that game that he's having to retire. Horrible nerve injury in his right shoulder slash neck. Big problems with his right arm. They don't know quite the extent of it, but he might have severed a sort of, a, I guess, a, a grouping of nerves that might mean that his right arm never comes back. You know, so really, really horrible. So he's in a pretty dark place and it's just it'd be you know nice to know it's it's very very sad but it's a rough old game so um, I'm sure he's a massive fan of the podcast I know he's not but a couple of Saints boys listen to it so yeah we're thinking of Rob and everyone at Saints there's just a wonderful bloke clearly a great player but very very sudden in at his peak dominating for Northampton playing some great rugby captaining the side as well at times and just gone absolutely gone one tackle first tackle of the game at the derby at Wilford Road a couple of weeks ago and he's gone forever from rugby so very very sad we're all very lucky to be part of it and I'm sure the community will get round him and
2: help him out well said David, well said, Um, sorry we didn't go into too much detail on the rugby side, I mean if you do want to listen to more detail, um, tune in Channel 5, um, Monday night which is tonight. Um, which is
1: tonight. So By the pro- time you listen to this, it was yesterday. Um, so. Yeah, but
2: you can get it on My5 online. True, um, yeah. Where you get flats of thoughts, not mine, but if, you know, maybe start a petition off, try and get me on there as well, all right? Budgets, um, mate. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Ryan, to, thanks speak so much taking your time. Cheers, Cheers Ryan. Again. Thanks,
3: buddy. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.
4: Hold up. What was that?